Well, good Tuesday afternoon, everybody. It is the 9th of November, and my title today is, Can I Lose My Salvation with Porn? I know that many believers who have become addicted to sexual sin struggle believing that they're still saved. Part of the problem is they're not doing what they need to be doing to be growing in their Christian life and fail to realize what happened when they accepted Christ. When we are not adding things to our faith, when we're not growing, when we're not doing the necessary things we've been told to do in the Scriptures, well, here's what Paul says will happen to us. Even after he has said this, his divine power has granted us everything pertaining to life and godliness. So my question is, if this is true, that God's provided us with everything, and I believe it is, why are we struggling with sexual sin? The sin that so easily entangles us. So Peter goes on and says, quote, Now for this very reason also, applying all diligence, remember that phrase, applying all diligence in your faith, supply moral excellence, and in your moral excellence, knowledge, and in your knowledge, self-control, and in your self-control, perseverance, and in your perseverance, godliness, and in your godliness, brotherly kindness, and in your brotherly kindness, love. See, these are things we need to be working on and adding to our faith. Peter's not telling us to do that uh, so that we won't lose our salvation. No, he's telling us that the Christian life takes work doesn't happen by osmosis. We do not become more Christ-like in our sleep or by going to church on Sunday or by being in a small group. No, he tells us that this is something we must work at, applying all diligence. Now, those are two interesting words. The word applying, what does that mean? Quote, this verb implies making a strong effort to provide something necessary. In this passage, this verb refers to carrying through with personal involvement or energy. It strongly stresses the need of our deep personal involvement in the faith life. End quote. And Peter also emphasizes this by using the word diligently. Diligently applying. Don't just give it a shot every now and again. We've all been on that roller coaster for too long. Half-assed efforts will not work, and giving up has gotten us where we are today. As I like to say, we become a-holes. We are alone, ashamed, and afraid. So growing in our Christian life and becoming free from our bondage to sexual addiction is going to take work on our part, consistently working on this, yes, for the rest of our lives. And if we're not doing that, Peter says this next, for the one who lacks these qualities, the ones that he just listed, is blind or short-sighted, having forgotten his purification from his former sins. 
Now, my friends, that is where I believe Christians who are sexually broken are living. So discouraged by their inability to stop sinning that they conclude they must no longer be saved. Peter uses the words to describe these believers as, quote, blind and short-sighted, forgetting that they've been cleansed from their past sins. Listen, failure to be adding to our faith or to be growing in our faith, the things that Peter mentions, results in us becoming spiritually blind and forgetting that the finished work of Christ on the cross has paid for all our sins, past sins, present sins, and even future sins. Therefore, it is possible and even probable that a born-again Christian who's been addicted to sexual sin, that they will feel like they've lost their salvation. They've become myopic or nearsighted. Now, I know a lot about being nearsighted because when I was growing up, I began to develop myopia around the first grade. As I grew older, my vision got worse. By the time I was in high school, my vision was 2400. Now, good vision is 2020. But the only letter that I could read was the capital E at the top of the chart. And since the top letter was always an E, it wasn't hard for me to memorize that letter. Uh, so they would face it either to the right or to the left and ask me which way was it pointing to see if I indeed could read 2400. If I took my glasses off, everything was extremely blurred. I could not see or recognize anyone at a distance. And that is what develops with men who have become addicted to porn. You can only see the garbage that has been dumped all around you. And you're unable to see and remember that you have been cleansed from your sins. So how do we correct our vision and begin to see God and ourselves with 2020? Well, this is a true story. When I was in high school, my father worked in Washington, D.C., and he met a doctor there who specialized in helping men get into the Naval Academy by improving their vision so that they could pass the eye exam. For two summers, I went to him twice a week, hoping that my vision could become better. They had this big room with about, I don't know, 20 machines and devices that they said could improve your vision. After two summers, my vision actually went from 2400 to 2080. And guess how that happened? I showed up at the office. I did the eye exercises. I did things that improved my vision. And as I did these exercises, my vision literally and gradually improved. My friends, the same is true in the Christian life. We do not become more holy without doing the work it takes. Self-control is a fruit of the Spirit. And we must learn to walk in the Spirit consistently 
for His fruit to begin to develop in our lives. It takes time. It takes consistency. But I tell you, the results are worth it. The results are what you're longing for. What would your life be like if you were able to be transformed by the Spirit so that you no longer desired to make others the object of your lusts and instead began seeing them as beings created in God's image and worthy of honor and respect? We'll talk more about losing our salvation and the lie that that is tomorrow. But God bless you, my friends. I hope you have a great day in the Lord. And we'll talk again tomorrow. Take care and goodbye.